Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. From J.A. Bryden, creator of the Emu Wars, comes a groundbreaking video game created for Jamies, by Jamies, in the world of Thrukracha, a world that is breaking at a breaking point as powerful houses fight for power. None of that matters, as it's simply background noise for what really matters, the gameplay. Ignore hours of character-driven stories, plots to enjoy the things that really matter, such as exploring all 18 worlds and maps in excruciating details, killing everything in sight, gaining the best gear and equipment, even if it means burning down a few villages here and there to obtain it, collecting all 99 gem hearts to forge the greatest weapon, a weapon so powerful it destroys other game files on your console, because this is the only game that matters. Experience the robust character crate, allowing you to choose from many options such as Henry Cavill, Hugh Jackman, and Ryan Reynolds. Romance your party members with a simple push of a button. None of that character development that should get in the way of the action that you deserve. New Game Plus? Ha! Try New Game Plus Plus. For each playthrough, your character gets even more powerful and the story becomes even less important. J.A. Bryden presents Power Fantasy, a Jamie Bryden game, coming soon to the PS6. Welcome, everyone, to Stories, the true and the fictional. I am, of course, one of your hosts. My name is Chris Park, the enjoyer, lover of all things story. I love story. I love video games because of the story even if a game has great mechanics if the story isn't there i won't play it i'm of course joined by by my polar opposite j.a bryan author of the emu wars the one writer who hates story how are you going sir wow (laughs) (laughs) one letters from the emu war is is the name of the book i I didn't invent the actual emu war in 1932 don't have a time machine if i did i would have done it a little bit differently uh but but i'm going well apart from your slightly inaccurate i do say slightly inaccurate (laughs) but it's slightly inaccurate but not entirely no, 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 no. I, I story, story still matters. I am just because I'm a completionist doesn't mean you know. Okay, look, I, mean, I, I'm the one that goes like when there's a story, when there's a game with multiple endings, I go through mm-hmm. and I play every single ending. Just haven't but done you, it with the you, Witcher you, that much. You, you are one to excuse a poor story if the gameplay is solid though you'll still play the shit out of that game is, is, is that not accurate no story? well that that's only happened once mm-hmm. okay 
And is it true, J.A. Bryden, that on your first playthrough of Ghost of Tsushima, you uh you uh you 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 didn't care about the what the true story element of the ending was. You chose the one that would give you the best gear. Was this this is not no, an accurate? No, that's that, that's actually not because I went I went with what I felt was needed to do. Then I discovered, you know, because I do multiple playthroughs. I went, mm. oh, I like this suit. Oh, that's that's a really cool suit. And then I went through and I did the other ending, and I went, no, I like the first first suit better. Yeah. So it was all about the gear, not about the mo the, the moment. No, no. The first playthrough was all about the moment. Mm-hmm. I went with my what what I felt the sure. people that made the game wanted me to do. Like it, it it felt heavily that you should have done a certain thing. But mm-hmm. spoiler alert, um, for a game that's like four years old, or like sec- four or five and, years old, and yeah. the second second game's about to come out. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and then I, yeah, because I do because I you know. You know how crazy I am. I will play if I love a game. I will play it on every single difficulty. I will do every single multiple ending that I possibly can do to learn the game inside and out. Yeah, I will. I will. I will say that you are very much that kind of game. If there is like six games you play, and then the like we've been know, through like, this. It's it's more like ten, more 12. like ten, tw- ten, twelve. But you know, but, like... but it seems like less because I will spend six months on one game. Correct. Correct. That, that, that is an accurate statement. Now, you're currently going through a game at the moment. Uh, after after the wonderful before we before we dive into what you're doing right now, I would be remiss in my duties if I didn't obviously say that none of this podcast is possible without the sweet power of Mountain Dew, <laughs> and of course, Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series available on all of your favorite bookstore which is only amazon because i don't know where mm. you would buy books apart from amazon and i'm actually being deadly serious about this like i, like I walk past a bookstore i think that's one of the shopping center and i'm like, I'm like going wow what a novelty what is, what, what, what a strange yeah, they're very well placed around the country because i think they go here is where they'll sell let's open the bookshop here but let's be honest you'll go into a bookstore Mm-hmm. You'll take a look at a book to see if you want to buy the book. You'll read the back cover. You'll read a bit about it. Then you'll go check the price on Amazon and realize it's cheaper and then just order it <laughs> and then get it next day delivered. Yeah, I, yeah yes and no. I reckon there's still a lot of people out there that, that love, like me, love the, you know. The tactile sensation of owning a yeah. book. I, and th- and then there's the, the um, what do you call it, the um second-hand bookstores where people want to go and see if they've still got books in print. See, like, antique I, 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 books is a bit more... That's a bit different. Well, they, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can respect because an antique book. I Because they do go out of print, some of them, because I I got a book for my dad for his birthday or Christmas. I can't, I can't remember which it was. It was out of print, and I had to move mountains to find it because it was like been out of print for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So no, you never know I, what you will find when you walk into one of those old. Ab- absolutely, and you know, the only bookstore I know that actually w- is functional in Australia that like that, that I could say probably makes profit is actually like Kinakuna Bookstore in Town Hall. But that's mostly because they also sell manga, and that obviously that sells. Well, you got Dimox. Dimox. There's one in Rouse Hill. It's pretty big. True. True. M- m- remember when we went to JB Hi-Fi and your wife went, "I'm going to go check out the bookstore," which true, is true, dr- true. directly opposite. Yep, yep, yep. So look, back to what I was saying. Rebecca Castles and the Rising, <laughs> the Rising Dawn, Dawn series, series available <laughs> on 
available on Amazon. She's also she also is an, a friend of the podcast. We're we're excited that she's willing to pick up some work for us in in one of our many many ideas. We are in the month of May now. Tell tell us about the happenings of your soon to be featured book. Well, I th- I believe when this episode drops, it'll probably be a few days away uh from release let me just double check that no it's already out <laughs> what <laughs> when this episode drops the book is out wow no fanfare or anything what do you mean no fanfare marketing there is plenty of marketing going on my friend it's just okay. be- do you want me to email the marketing directly no, 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 to no, you no, like no. like do, do i have to organize a barbershop quartet to knock on your roller door before no, they no, get no. to the door and no. and no, I, I i again you have a you have a book signing tell us about bo- the details bo- of book, book signing book launch uh it is june 3rd at uh anaskellon orchard in gross Vale. that probably means nothing to our overseas uh listeners but um <laughs> To the family and friends that may or may not be listening to this uh, podcast, it is June 3rd, Anaskill and Orchard at 2 p.m. It's a Saturday. Um, come down for a feed, for some coffee. Um, and, yeah, get a copy of the book. I'll sign it for you. And, um, yeah, it's going to be good. I am looking forward to that. I can't wait. Uh, I can't, like, again... We've discussed this before. Putting it where you did does limit the amount of people that can turn up because it's a you've you've put the book launch in Narnia. But again, no, I'm, I really haven't. <laughs> look, I'm sure, and and, if, and and like I said, this isn't got this is going to be the one of many events. That's like true. Said, you're on a, you're on a so you're yeah you you are so let me let me clarify that yes you are on a book tour. So sort so, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing an author talk in July at the at the very large library that they said they'll have a decent turnout for that. Um so there's plenty happening. This is just this is just something I wanted to do closer to home because I have a lot of friends and family that are coming to it. So it'll probably be chocker blocked. And we quick. cannot and, and and we I'm excited. And I I've just actually gone onto your little uh, invite to say I'm, I am attending. Oh, actually, like I'm which one? Which one? Because because I I made an inv- a Facebook invite, and then I was just scrolling through my publishers page, and then they made their own one for the same event. So there's two two events out there. Theirs, theirs looks more professional. Um, Probably my, my yeah, but my design more caters the 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 feel of the of stories issue and fictional podcast. So absolutely, and that's and, and you're in a few years gone by when you're up there. Talking about you know at the the bookies or the Saturn Awards <laughs> as they actually technically called, not the bookies, and you're talking about you know your your latest science fiction um, a masterpiece, you know, with the characters somewhat maybe look a little bit and sound a little bit like um you know Henry Cavill, Cat Graham, and General Ortega. And, and, as, hey, and as hey, 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 hey. I didn't stop you right there because I don't know how I feel about you sneaking in this General Ortega when you know I have not been you know fully like i know who she is but i haven't been fully introduced like it just feels like you're you're sneaking in like well what if i just start sneaking in brendan fraser am i allowed to sneak in brendan fraser absolutely but i don't think you should ship brendan fraser and jenna ortega because she's like 
19 or 20 and that would be weird i don't think the age is wait 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 wait. that's that's weird that's weird for you what if what if if he's an uncle or a step well i mean (laughs) look we've got different different (laughs) rules apply or if they're in game of thrones different rules apply again nothing nothing's more funny than that game of thrones scene and actually it was technically historically accurate and which is really funny where like the king was like 50 and he's talking to like 12 year old girl who's like like potentially he's like uh betrothed and he's like going and she goes oh you know i can't wait till i'm like you know 15 and we get married and then like he's like uh he's feeling really awkward about it but that was not unheard of because yeah no that was her best, like, the chances of her not dying during childbirth is, like, 50. Like, that was, like, yeah. that, like it's like, I would like to have a kid and then have, like, you want to be like, I want to have a kid and then look for a new wife. It's like, no, you want to, like, like, yeah. The ch- so, I found that really funny because, like, one, the, it, it looked awkward and everyone goes, that's so weird. And, and all the historians are going, like, well, well. <laughs> like, if you were, if live back then, it wouldn't be so it weird. Would, it, um, sadly, like, it wouldn't be weird. But, you anyway, Looking forward to it. Looking forward to hearing from your from your from Shoreline Publishers, um, and 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 you know meeting them, mm-hmm. and, you know, meeting them, and and shaking their hands, and then yeah, listening to their their tales about how they're going to change, how they're how they're trying to bring books back into the world, which is again, well, they've got a lot of business. I I, I think we need to remember in in the height of this writers' strike in America, <laughs> there is no movies without books because writers. No are somewhat lazy <laughs> and they look to books as going let's yeah. just do that yeah books is a solid medium it has it, 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 it obviously you've, you've built an entire podcast around books so obviously like you you know you well, realize no. that there is a yeah stories campfire stories sitting yeah. around a campfire ha- having someone tell you a story is 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 what all people dream of in terms of one being you know being creative but people always have a, a, a fond book of that 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 sort of um, brings them joy. Um, mm. Speaking of books, what, what just 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 on this topic, what is a book that that you you want to recommend to your, to the listeners that, that that you know an obscure book that they might not have <laughs> an heard obscure of? book because I, I I have not read in a long time. Look, I the 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 two books that I always hold in high regard because they're the first two books I ever read. I actually read because um, I I didn't read in books in school. Like I literally, when there's a book report, I would just go up to someone and go, "Oh man, I just want to test test. Uh, do, do you want me to test your knowledge? Uh, okay, tell me all about this book." And then tell me all about the book, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool, sweet." And then you know, then I'd write a book report on what they said. But um, first book I ever read that I actually read was Jurassic Park. Mm, 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 um, it's a good book. It's a fantastic book, but that's not and, really obscure book that you're going to recommend to someone. No, well, I like I said, I do not read. Like I do not read. Okay. Well, when I do read, it's more nonfiction um, books. Yeah. I can recommend a lot of non nonfiction books, but but. Yeah. Well, but I, I'm going to I'm going to do a book recommendation just because I felt like it. Uh, okay. The book I'm going to recommend, and this is actually a, so it's actually a series. It is called the um, I believe the series is called the Obsidian Trilogy. It is a series by Mercedes Lackey and James Mallory. First book is An Outstretched Shadow. It is a story about a young man named Kellen who grew up in a city of mages. Having said that, they are very dogmatic and very controlling. He learns that he is what is essentially in the world's called a wild mage, where 
every time you want to do a spell, the spell enacts a price. And it's not always like your personal energy. It might be like you have to come to this forest at this particular time and help this thing. It's all go here and do something. How the wild magic works is it's basically trying, it, it, it's connecting the world. So basically you go there, then you realize, oh, there's an animal in trouble. And then you pay the mage, you help that, that's the mage debt lifted. But then that that's, you know, it, it's it, the magic takes care of the world, whilst the, the magic they use is very much more like um, controlling and dogmatic. And they're, mm. sec- they're draining the magic from their users. He escapes and then goes on an epic adventure to save the world. He realized he's quite, I won't, actually that's really just going to spoil the territories. Um, but, but, <laughs> this is how the book ends. Yeah, <laughs> but it is your typical hero's journey. It is your typical story, a coming of age. And even one time, um, they mentioned the book where, like, uh, one of the chapters is is from a from a different point of view, and she's talking about young Kellen, and she says every now and then he says things which show the man he's going to like. Every now and then you know, he's a kid, he's joking around, he's mucking around, he's like you know, like a stumbly kid. But every now and then he says something sharp and dynamic, and she goes, "That's every now and then it's showing the man that he's going to become like this powerful, like this you know, leader." It's an again, amazing story. Well worth well worth reading and checking out. And honestly, the fact that no one's thought about this book to like if you, if if Netflix wants a TV show, this is the most fucking easiest thing yeah. to do. But again, there's just so many books out there. Sorry, I didn't say we made yeah. they haven't come across it. But this is my book recommendation. I get in terms of how many times did I look at my phone when I to do using the scale. <laughs> how many times did I look at my phone when I was listening um, looking at this book? Quite a bit because I was listening to an audible, so that would say so, you know. So, so you're technically reading along, <laughs> reading along on audible. Yeah, look, I don't, honestly, yeah. I'll I'll admit it yeah. uh, to 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 the wider audience. I'm not afraid. All my books are on audible. I have like 400 yeah. books on my phone, uh, and that's because I I work a very uh, job that I work a job that um, pays me quite a decent amount of money. But it also means I'm up at all hours doing uh, like um, coordinating with my various offshore departments which means i have a lot of time for audiobooks so then you know would recommend this book now before we get on to other topics jamie i'd be remiss i think i was starting this then i got sidetracked (laughs) i'd be remiss you've been playing jedi survivor how are you going in that one sir um yeah look i've 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 got past the uh the annoying updates fiasco and you know not being able to progress in the game until update happened and all, all that mm-hmm. stuff but I've, I've had a pretty full-on week so i haven't played too much but i am i am on to the third planet mm. i i'm you know i'm a, I'm a little bit of little bit of the way and I, I have unlocked a lot of stuff mm. um but yes i'm very much enjoying the the new uh lightsaber combat it is yeah it's fun but like some some of the challenges are very annoying like it's it's yeah, like yeah. it's like they've gone next level it's not just hey wall run here it's wall run uh, here then flip up here don't hit the burny fire things uh, like get like there's gas burny gas that's shooting out and you got to time time it perfectly mm. and now, i'm just terrible have, at timing <laughs> have you and I'll again no shame in this answer jamie this is a safe space have you gotten up to a difficult wall jumpy runny thing? Press start, go to difficulty, change it to easy to do the the wall jumpy thing, and then switch it back to no, normal. Because because I believe that all the wall jumpy wall whatever that's got nothing to do with the difficulty. It's more so. But when I... you fall and fail, that takes away your health. So then, but on easy it doesn't. Yeah, but you have three chances. You have like three chances. 
I have not. I have not changed the settings. Okay. No, it takes away your health. It goes like you know, it's basically thirty your health gone, thirty your health gone, all your health yep. gone. Now, but no, I have not. It, like because because uh, I know that you you didn't realize because of the last game that the, the game switched you to easy because you kept dying on a spot. Did, does does this game do the same? I have not. I have not died that much for it to even. Uh. Because I remember, like, I'm um, playing the old one at your house and going, "Hey, why am I not losing health at this?" And you're like, "I don't know." I said, "Oh, you, the game switched to easy." And then I realized because you went to Dathomir first, probably died like a bazillion times there. Then the mm. game went, "Okay, oh, easy mode for you." And then like, yeah. So obviously, no, well, you, you I, I, that, this, one, this, this time I, ha- I haven't died. I haven't died enough to you know have the game go like, "Okay, let's let's put I, the trade like, wheel." I've on. probably died four times in total. Yeah. In like probably. I don't know, like six hours of playtime or something. Okay, you no, know, it's like good. it's like it's still modeled off very model, much modeled off the first game. So it's like it's I still get the hang of it kind of thing. Mm-mm-mm. But it's it's not as challenging as the first one, in the sense of because um, yeah, the first one very much was the was a Souls like game. So basically, yeah. it was designed to kill you. It was, it was designed to fucking break you. Like yeah, it was basically it was it was yeah. Ivan Drago talking to Rocky going. I must break you. Yeah, <laughs> it was like that yeah. was the guy. Like, yeah. But it sounds like I think they probably they probably like maybe EA's request of them. Maybe they've gone like let's make it easier to get a little bit of I guess yeah. more people. But then the same time, it's easier. But then it's I think the combat is much easier. It's just I hate the freaking puzzles and the. Um... And honestly, and I will be completely honest. The fact that I know those puzzles are waiting for me are the is the main reason I haven't even started the game. Yeah. I've actually I've, I'm actually not doing another a Japanese up like I started a Japanese RPG, so I'm gonna yep. be gone for another like forty hours. Like I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, like tales of Vespia. Like um, yep. so I like and 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 I'm still just like you know helping people's cats. I haven't even gone up to fighting God yet in this Japanese RPG. So like yeah. and, you know, and the Western Catholic Church hasn't appeared yet to show how oh, evil wow. they are. So I'm, I'm not I'm not even close <laughs> to finishing this one. So yeah, but the puzzle look. If you if you say to me a game is difficult because the, the, the combat is challenging, I'll be like, no, I don't. Like, I I I finished Demon yeah. Souls back in yeah. the day. Yeah, so, so that's, I, yeah. I I will do a difficult combat things. But you say yeah. it's challenging because of jumping puzzles. Like, get the fuck get fuck yeah. right off. I just don't. Yeah. I just can't. I'm it, not a puzzle it, guy. It it does have the uh, request a hint uh, button. Uh, <laughs> you know? Okay, oh, you know? so, but look, look, I don't think I think it's too. It's just like. One of them was very annoying to figure out mm. because it was like like you find these force bubble thing. I don't I don't know. You'd know the proper term for them, like a tear in the force, and then you go through and then you do you do a little puzzle thing. And one of them was like there's platforms Ugh. like that you got to jump over, Ugh. and then and then there's a moving force field coming towards you. It's the worst. And and you got to dodge the force field. I'm going. This is insane. And then like after dying about you know once or twice, I'm like. Okay, now I get it. Every time you jump, the force field swaps sides. Uh, you know, so it's coming towards you, and if you uh, jump, then it goes in front of you, and then so. Uh, but then if you double jump, then it stays on. The, it's just like that, that. Like again, look, it looks like an amazing game. Oh I yeah, will, it is. I, 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 am I going to play it? Yes. Am I gonna wait until someone can show me the most easiest way to do the puzzles online in some sort of like tutorial? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait a few months until basically there's like, a, here's how, here's how to do this thing. Like, they're, they're already the there. Bit. They're already there. Yeah, I have. I, yeah, I have not. I've only googled one 
to figure it out. Oh, like, I I won't do that. I'll be fucking just living on YouTube, going like this bit. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember um, our friend Michael and he's playing God of War and he he asks us, "Oh, I'm stuck in this place. Where do I go?" Yeah, yeah. And he and he couldn't describe it well enough. And we're going like, "Dude, just go on YouTube." And literally and Google watch, the scene. Watch, yeah. watch the tutorial. And he's like, "Oh, I don't want to get spoilers." And I go, "You you watch to the point where you watch know to where the to point go, where the puzzle is at." <laughs> yeah, and then you can you know because I like there's nothing wrong with utilizing other people's good fortune. Yeah. In Ghost of Tsushima, I'll even I'll be fully admitting, like, in the first map, I had cleared like twenty three of the twenty four strongholds. I just could not fucking find the last one. Yeah. So, so I actually googled it, and apparently I wasn't like a lot of people had the same problem. And so it says yeah. there's a map online saying it's here. I'm like, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like so. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, for me as a story game, I play for the story, so that's no issues there. Yeah, I'm not, like you know. It, there are some people who play games because they want to show how amazingly skilled they are, and then you know there are YouTube channels and videos for those yeah. people to, to show off their you know their amazing ability. Um, it funny, uh, funnily enough, uh, in the new upcoming FF16 game, which Jamie will play as probably the first Final Fantasy game he'll play because it's actually oh, it's an action I? it's an action RPG. Um, and the combat designer is the same guy who did Dragon's Dogma, the game you love. So can you climb things? Yes. You can literally climb things. I'm not sure if you, dude, you can turn into a, dude. There's a there's bits where you turn into a giant monster and you do like kaiju battles. Do you have a party? Uh, I believe you do a party. Yes. Good. Okay. And you also have a dog who you can pet, who's a good boy. <gasps> so look, you, you're gonna get it, the game. No, I'm, okay, I'm leaving now to play something else. Well, to distract myself, yeah. I'm not playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> You will be when it comes out. It comes out in June, yeah. but even they have like, like because they've got no difficulty level, so they've got like items that basically means like there's an item that basically makes you auto dodge if you press a button. And there's, there's an item that you do like that you can sort of order like yeah. that the, the, the comp you don't have to do any combos. You can just press one button and it'll do the combo for you. Um, but when you use those items for streaming purposes, they actually put then put an icon under your name. So so obviously then so when people stream the game. You, they've even said, yeah, this is so when you stream the game, you can tell if they're using items or not. I was going, oh, okay, so, so you can't be like, look at my amazing ability, and then yeah. like, <laughs> which is, which is, I think, you know, well, fair I'll, check, I'll check my schedules. I'll see how long I got more left on my six games, and then, um, <laughs> you know, <And> look, <laughs> honestly, you'll like this game. And look, I know that you don't like the turn based combat, except for in no. D&D, separate thing. Yeah. But, there has not been a more anticipated game than this one in in such a long time. And your other game options in June are Diablo, which you're not going to play. No, no I'm not going to play that. Yeah, I'll still. I guarantee I'll still be playing Jedi Survivor by end of June. Hundred percent. I'm on my first playthrough now. And oh, true, 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 true. and what we got two weeks left yeah. of June of of, yeah. of May, sorry. Oh shit, you're right. I don't think I'm actually going to be able to play Jedi before. Like, I'm playing a, I'm mm-hmm. playing, I'm, I'm playing a Japanese RPG. I don't, I like, that's forty plus hours of gameplay I have to go through to even get close to finishing it. Yeah. Ah. I'm gonna gonna miss... have to... Welcome to my world. Begin the pile. <laughs> Begin the pile. No, I because I I bought this 
I, I, this new Towers game, I actually bought it last year, but then obviously I think something else came at the same time. I think it was God of War or something. And then like, you know, that's like God of War. And then just, then, you know, Hogwarts came out and then I finished Hogwarts and then I was, then I finished, then for some reason I went back to Shishima and like cleared all the islands and did that and loved <laughs> it. Um, and then I said, I need a, a palette cleanse before I go on to Jedi, picked up a Japanese RPG and then I'm not going to be, then from this I'll probably <laughs> jump straight into another Japanese RPG in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Again, I'm not against that idea. Just That's just what's going to happen. You'll have to wait. You have to wait to to want to become a Jedi again. Well, becoming a Jedi with Disney in control is also less exciting than it used to be. We'll just say that. Well, let's let's just say uh, these games are pretty <laughs> keeping oh, no, the hope alive. <laughs> there again, every now and then they 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 hint. They give us little hints of 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 hope. Yeah, and then yeah. they smash that against the rock. Yeah. With with the announcement of another trilogy, um, <laughs> well, speaking of Disney, speaking of, I, dude, I think it's perfect, I think, a perfect segue. I Jamie. think it's time for the second in, in uh, what do you call it installment? Second installment of correcting IGN. Oh, beautiful! What do now, we have? On the docket this time. Well, an article came out a week or two ago, um, and just come onto my radar. But the title of this article from IGN says: 10 years later, Iron Man three is still the best Tony Stark movie." The fuck? <laughs> That's like, what they okay, said. That is a hundred and ten percent a clickbait title. Just so you'd like, yeah, they know, like they know that's not true. They know there's controversial, yeah, oh controversy my God, around I, it. Like, I, I, I've heard rumors online that digital media is dying and like multiple companies are shutting down. I didn't think they would be that desperate to click for clicks for that, then that yeah. shit. But there we go. But I will, I will give them this at the bottom of the article. Um, they have a poll for yep. people to, um, correct them. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. They have a poll like, "What? What's your favorite Tony Stark MC movie uh, movie appearance?" Mm. Um, and coming in at the highest is, "Can you guess what it is?" Spider Man. No. First Iron Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, I'd agree that that first movie was great when it came out. I didn't know much about Iron Man, but I was just like, man, yeah, one of the best. Best um, debuts, not just because it was the first MCU movie, yeah, because it started the know. MCU. Yeah, um, no, that, that's that's fair. I'll, 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 I'll yeah, you know, that's fair enough. Coming in at second is Avengers Endgame. Okay. Yep. Then it is Civil War. Civil War. Okay. Then it is Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And then it jumps down. Oh, oh, Iron what? Man three. Who liked that movie? Like, I, I don't know to be honest. Um, like, I, like I am, I'm not one to get like, like, I'm not one that gets offended easily. <laughs> yeah. 
but I actually found it that movie horrendously insulting. Yeah. Because they took the Mandarin, one yeah. of the greatest, you know, villains. villains. Yeah. Um of like, you know, of, of this, you know, of this, you know, era of this generation, or like, you know, like Tony Stark's like, you know, kryptonite to like, you know, you know, he's Lex Luthor, that like the yeah. the the arch nemesis. And they said, like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have Ben Kingsley play. And I was like, what? And then I heard so many people that I just wanted to punch in the face. Yeah. Because they were all American. Yeah. And they were going, <laughs> well, Ben Kingsley's Asian, so it, it counts. It's like going, oh my god, that's not like <laughs> like yeah. no. Yes, yeah. he's Asian. There that's that that's an entire region. You can't then you can't then just like it would be as bad like that it's as bad as like I can't even think of a good example. Like like but you just can't say, oh they, you know, because he's Asian, that's yeah, it's all the same region. That's that counts yeah. as like not even a little bit. No. And the what what they did with him was even worse. Yeah. Because you kind of went, okay, fine, that they, they they're doing this like the trailers yeah, had, it's had like, him. It's like yeah, it's fine because you know, Ben Kingsley is a fantastic actor. Like yeah. again. He is, you know, I think I'm not sure if he's won an Oscar, but you know he's Oscar worthy for think sure. He, he's probably, you know, what, I'm going to find this out right now. Ah, yep, he has one. Yeah, one. yeah. Wow, 1983. Yeah, he played Gandhi. Okay, perfect example. Imagine if we went, we're going to cast Simon Liu because he's Asian as Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. gonna. Do you think this? Do you think that's a problem? Yeah. So, and they again to their credit, after they did it, they realized their mistake. They made yeah. a, a short saying "Hail to the King," which basically saying like, "Hey, the Mandarin doesn't like his name being." So they fixed it. Yeah. And then they showed a, a, a more accurate portrayal of the Mandarin in in Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, which was a very good interpretation of the Mandarin. Again. I prefer if he had the true rings like he did yeah. in the comics, but again, I understand that they had rings before, so they made them like bangles, which is cool because like that's a very if you see lots of um you know lots of Hong Kong martial arts movies like yeah. the, the ring band, bands are common used as a weapon. They're very cool, very cool yep. scenes you can see with them. But the fact that they should have made him space technology, not like each ring was a captured power from a like a superpower alien was like eh, yeah again again they're my, probably trying they're probably trying to simplify it. I, yeah, I get, I get that. I do, I do. And because you could have probably done a whole MCU just on the oh, Mandarin, you know. Well, you could again, and you probably should. He should have been more prominent, but yeah. again, but that will not. We're not. We won't go into the fact that you know, um, there was that there wasn't Fing Fang Foom. Well, I mean, was that Dragon Fing Fang Foom? I don't know. Like, you, you could argue it was, but it wasn't. But you know, he yeah. didn't talk, so I'm, not, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Even though people but, say yes. Yeah. Well, look, some of the points they were making in this this you know clickbait article was like uh, more ca- it was just more character growth for Tony. Um, with like they had the whole him him dealing with you know essentially PS what do you call it um, PTSD um, yep. from from Avengers um, and f- fighting aliens for the first time sort of sort of stuff. Ah. Uh. Um, yeah, like stuff like that, but you know, um, still good ideas, 
bad execution. Um, yep. Yep. So that leads perfectly, I think, into the next topic. Yep. Yep. Great execution. <laughs> yes. Now, spoiler warning, maybe. I don't know. No, no. Spoilers. 100% spoilers. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Spoiler warning. Deep dive. <laughs> with James Gunn's future, uh, with the MCU now all but done, wrapped up, we went to see a magical film. Again, I took my wife, Jamie, um, to the film. Again. <laughs> um, hey. I took you because I bought the tickets. Oh, that's uh, true. Yes. Yeah. So yes, I I was I was wined and dined, and actually, yes, I was in fact wine and dined. We did have dinner beforehand. It was lovely. <laughs> Having said that, I thought the Bavarian's meals were getting smaller as like no, hundred percent. Um, because like... I remember getting that sausage platter before and like getting like just the most insane like sausages and going like yeah. yeah. This time I was like, here's something you buy from Coles. Yeah. It's like. Oh. No, I, I, man, I'd be terrified to go to Mjolnir, that Viking restaurant. Oh man, no, I, no, I would not. I would not go there anymore. Like if they'd like, like they'd give you a napkin and there'll be like two bits of meat on it. And go like forty five dollars. Yeah, hell, <laughs> you know, like, again, amazing restaurant. Yeah, but you're right. I, I'd be just fucking terrified. But mm-hmm. what were we saying? Yes. So we 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 went and saw a fantastic film, uh, which is Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yep. The final Guardians of the Galaxy, made after a long time, finally came out, and and to me, it was almost that, it was a perfect send off to the MCU. When I mean that, I actually really mean that. I think that was like perfect. If you're going to end the MCU, which they should, this was a good film to do it on. Like, it yeah, felt, it felt like, to me, it felt like the last great hope. <laughs> they had <laughs> and then they're, and then they're like well i'm going to go over here now <laughs> you know and um, i do understand so it's a darker film yeah it's a it's a much darker film than the other films um and i do understand i heard some people say that like whilst they loved it they don't think they'll go see it again in the cinema and I do get that because, and there was an article around saying, you know, animal lovers are going to have struggles with it. And and I've like again, I'm not an animal lover, but even those scenes with those like animals, that was yeah. a tough like like yeah, particularly the mutate like when they had done the experiments on them and they were like all best friends and like buddies and yeah. things. That was a, yeah. like you that knew was a tough was like, <laughs> like those those like those create like that the the what's he called it the um high evolutionary that's that dude's just. What the fuck was he trying to do with the bunny? Like I like yeah. so spider bunny. Spider bunny. I was like, <laughs> what the hell were you trying to actually create? He clearly watched some Toy Story as a kid. Oh, he clearly um... I was gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, but nobody did say that he um studied Earth. He did. Oh, true, true, true. He totally watched Toy Story. True. <laughs> it was but yeah, that was so I understand like it's I think if I look at the numbers, it's done three hundred sixty-five million at the box office on its first like week and a bit now at two hundred fifty-five, two fifty million production budget. Man, when you when you have MCU characters and they've been in a few movies, their 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 costs go up. So obviously, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, 
so I don't think it's gonna like I, I don't I don't think it's gonna go down like as like uh, I a, don't huge think a huge box office success box office success but it's probably it'll probably do well and yeah but does it does this movie mean that um wh- what would you what would you say to this movie um does this movie give you hope for James Gunn for DC less hope for James Gunn DC where does it, where, where do you think it sits oh, no, look I I've, 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 I've always been a, a James Gunn fan yeah um obviously like the first time I really stood up was um was first guardians because mm-hmm. we, we knew everyone was saying this is such a big gamble this is such a big gamble yeah um and then it ended up I, I think I remember you I was on a holiday or on a road trip somewhere and you were like watch it watch it watch it watch it watch it and we literally um I think it was with my dad and we just found the nearest cinema that day and mm. <laughs> went and saw it um and it's just like wow this is just this is just incredible but i just i have high regard for james gunn i he barely rarely ever fails um and i just i don't know i just find trusting him and i'm excited for dc to be able to start producing some consistently good films one after the other i just feel like that's going to happen apart from the occasional hit you know like it used to be like wow eh, eh, wow (laughs) Yeah, and and that's it. That that's an interesting thing because, uh, to uh, to your point, correct. Um, MCU movies used to be basically these like cornerstone events that, that yeah. you have to go see one because you know yeah. it leads to the next one, and you yeah. know it was it was basically television, but you know very expensive movie like <laughs> television. <laughs> yeah, but then they they've obviously but then you know. They screwed up. We all, you know, we don't let oh, yeah. that point. So back onto Guardians. So let's talk about the first Guardians for for a brief period. Of, um, and yes, so I'm I, I remember seeing that one because I did for some reason I can't remember what happened, but they announced there was a special screening of Guardians early for yeah. some unknown reason. And then I, then I looked online, there was two tickets. I was like, mm, I'll buy one. And so we're gonna go see this movie, and she's like, Why? I'm like, Oh, I was like, because because I, I knew the comics, so I was excited about to see how they yeah. do it. And I was, and yes, it, to to this day, it's still one of my favorite MCU movies of all time in terms of like, um, you know, everything. One, he danced to save the galaxy again. That's just, yeah, you, you, you <laughs> quite literally. Did. You, you 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 can't <laughs> deny the fact that the galaxy was saved by a man in a dance off. Yeah. Um, Ooh, child. <laughs> yeah, it was again. That was just that sensation. And 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 one thing I really liked about that. Um, show the the, the Guardians of the, the MCU universe. Humanity's contribution to the stars is music. Yeah. So like, and that's I like I like that idea. Like going of all that, like you know, we're not very good at like the te- our, our technology is nothing like that. But one thing that we obviously are very good at is music, and even like in yeah. art and that. So that our contribution yeah. is that that's our contribution to the galaxy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's such a huge risk because again. Before that, he did Super. Well, again, I love Super. So actually, but then you know, he did the Scooby Doo films, which you know, I you know, well, they were perfectly cast. Perfectly cast. Like, no, you're right. Casting was just like, um, he made a, some hilarious. He made some hilarious things on YouTube, which to me today are still one of the the, the funniest fucking things ever. Um, uh, PG oh, yeah. porn. PG and, porn um, with Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, yeah. which was just legendary, and. To me, still one of like there there are some there are some true cornerstone moments in the MCU. One, 
when Cap, you know, Cap at the train station. Yeah. Captain America getting up after, you know, standing up against Thanos by himself. You know, just absolutely amazing scene. The first Avengers all standing together, spinning with the camera spinning around them, you know, in that amazing shot. And take my hand, Peter. When they all yeah. join hands, and then like they 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 distribute the power of the power stone, and you know, and then like we're the guardians of the galaxy. It mm. that just that's a huge that that to me is a is an iconic moment in that film, and and it set you know it sets up you know that whole entire franchise, and, and um, it just it, and, and that showed that you know to everyone's point, they said, oh, MCU can take anything and turn it into gold. Because, yeah, they could at the time. You know, the, yeah. everything that, yeah, they, they're going, let's, what's the weirdest character that you could possibly think of? Rocket Raccoon. Right. Let's make, <laughs> let's make him big. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on the second one? Look, I loved it. And, and if, if not, like, I mean, they really lent hard on the baby Groot, uh, you know. Oh, sure, sure. Had, like, I, I, I still have the little, I got a, I got it imported from um, uh, San Diego Comic Con, and it, it's mm. a, a little statue of Groot pushing the button. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Look, I and again, it's it's the soundtracks. The, oh, the, no, again, show, again. As people saying, Guardians is just a way to show kids what good music is. It's basically like, a, yeah, here, yeah, here is good music. Um, but no, I did. Like, it's a lot of emotional. Um, stuff in in guardians too um especially you know like um meeting his actual father um and like the whole um yondu death you know mm. and gets his ravager funeral and you're just like oh well the ravager funeral that was just yeah that song the song choice just yeah oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like like James Gunn is brilliant at picking themes. Like, this is what the theme about this movie is. This is what the theme about that that movie and, is. And Yondo went from a somewhat unlikable, somewhat like funny character, but a little bit unlikable in the first movie to yep. you know this, to the greatest fucking line ever, which basically you know yeah yeah he's your father, but he ain't your daddy. I was like going yeah, oh, it's like Ugh, hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Ugh, that in the fields, just punched yeah. in the fields. That's uh, then also in the Christmas special, where um, yeah. it turns out that he gave that he gave Quill his, his, his guns. energy block, his yeah. guns, and it's like going, ah, oh, just fucking James Gunn just nail like nailing yeah. the emotions right. I think, you yeah, know. and yeah, um, but you could see see the movies getting progressively darker as they went along. Um, I feel like the first one was a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the second one stepped up, and then of course the third one is just brutal, <laughs> oh. just like. You're just like, oh my, ow, just ow, yeah. Okay, look, let's go into the third one. So the actors are all a little bit older. Um, I I love the trailer fake out where like, yeah, that was in the first fucking <laughs> yeah, scene. The first scene. I was like, oh, you fucking dick, James yeah. Gunn. You you fucking <laughs> you just. You just yeah. absolutely you, you yeah. asshole. You, Although that was, have you seen all the 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 posts about them? Um, because it, he, the uh, fake Starlord that weighed like oh yeah, James Gunn and uh, Chris Pratt talking about the dirty things yeah. they had like planned. Yeah. Like yeah, just... yeah, like like because uh, like so basically, if you see in the trailer, it's also the start of the film. Um, 
where they're carrying Chris Pratt, but it's not real Chris Pratt. It's a fake Chris Pratt, but it looks so flipping real. And I think James Gunn said he left it in his office and people kept coming inside and screaming because <laughs> it looked like Chris Pratt was just passed out on his desk. You know, like, oh, oh my God, it's Chris Pratt. That's, um, yeah, that's such, yeah. again. So fake out aside, um, what, 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 were, what were some of your highlights of that film? Give me, give me two highlights. So, well, one is it's Rocket Raccoon's backstory. Oh, like yep. that is gut wrenching and. Like you should be laughing again. It's it's the Planet of the Apes, uh, the middle movie with Andy Serkis, like Andy Serkis trilogy, um, mm. and you should be laughing at apes riding horses with machine guns. Like that. But that you're like not. if I came up to you and said, "Hey, monkey on a horseback with <laughs> with a machine gun," you'd laugh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then, and that's then, right. It'd be, it'd be you'd be like, hey, "Yeah, yeah, let's that's do it. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous." You know. And then rocket getting out of his cage and then just picking up his gun and going bang bang killing his and he's like tiny he's smaller than than we've you know he is in the first movie okay mm. this should be ridiculous but i'm crying over <laughs> over you know a, a talking raccoon um you know um so definitely that that oh there's there's just too much i think the, the other thing i think of right now is drax's interaction with um uh, the kids, mm, yep, you know, yep. it was like um, just yeah. being that father figure, funny, you know, boop, 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 you know, um, that that stood out for me. Oh, that um, that was that was, and that, that was so that was so well handled because, like, yes, you the constant joke is Drax is stupid. It's like going, yeah. well, he's literal. I don't think he's stupid. He's yeah. just literal. Yeah. And then they play that perfectly in terms of how that how that played out. Yeah, and then, you know, of course, I I love it when they go to the semi-human planet that looks like from the oh, 50s, 50s good, or something. You yep. know, um, there's just like the more and more I think about it, the yeah, yes, I like that. I like that. Like, there's so much good in it. You know, um, um. Yeah, and I haven't even met and mentioned Adam Warlock, um, which I think a lot of a lot of people were controversial about that. Uh, again, controversial take on Adam Warlock because obviously you and other people like you who are fans of the comic, Infinity Gauntlet, yeah, you saw Adam Warlock as this old powerful thing, yeah, and in this one he's younger, much younger, yeah. and just basically decanted early, and then he's obviously not yeah. full yeah. Adam Warlock, but. Yeah. I thought the actor did a fantastic job with the role that he was given to play. Oh yeah, because he was hilarious. Like he was just absolutely yeah. like, like yeah. he was just, just <laughs> yeah. absolutely fucking hilarious. Just like there's so many moments where he, I was like, just you know, yeah. was like going, well, I feel really bad now. Like, like it's rubbing against me. I like, I'm, yeah. I'm sad now. There's like, and then he adopts the animal because you know he doesn't yeah. want to kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, okay. Another thing that stood out for me was obviously Nathan Fillion's cameo. Oh, Nathan, that, that, that was, was fantastic. So good. Um, but enough, enough for me. What were your, what were your standouts? Mm-hmm. So this is that's tough because again, like you said, so many good things. For one, love the higher evolutionary. Normally, MCU is always hit and miss with villains, mostly miss. Yeah. Um, but he was so good. As the high of it, like that, that villain was just perfect. It was, you yeah. know, was he evil? Yes, <laughs> but he had, but you know, you know, he, but he had his method. He had a method behind the yeah. madness. 
he was just basically you know what worked on you know as as one of the great scenes where he says oh you know they can do this thing amazingly how do they do that rote memorization yes rote memorization they didn't create the idea rocket create you know you talk about how rocket creates yeah. ideas it's like going none of my other things creates ideas i didn't understand oh yeah why and like you know that's yeah. that, that, that obsession that that insanity obsession yeah. and so to me that that was that was um that was awesome and that was fantastic one of the the other thing i guess that i really, I really liked uh the composition of the how so the, the 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 team play um gamora gamora uh I'll, I'll, I'll talk about gamora in a bit um you know has you know what's, uh, karen gillen's karen what's the name nebula ne- nebula nebula and krill i thought you know did were, were fantastic and I, I even and I agree a hundred percent with Karen Gillian when she said like she believes that Nebula has a small has not a, a not so substantial size crush on Peter Quill and like you know like because <laughs> other things some of the things which is like looking like oh shut up I'm like going yeah you thus yeah. lady protests too much I kind of feel that she's got a little crush on him there that was that was like, probably the the, the actress <laughs> that, that, yeah that's true that could also be the actress I yeah, mean I, yeah. I'm sorry but how could you how could you not do a film Chris with Chris Pratt and not crush crush on the guy okay you know that's a, that's a that's a more valid point than anything else there um so and I did like the fact that it was slightly more mature than the original like it, it's it's a gradual step yeah they, they, like James Gunn could have kept it safe and said, "Let's go with funny MCU and just keep it like keep it yeah. like keep it safe." But he didn't. He goes, "No, this is the final. This is my final fucking thing. Yeah, I'm gonna swing for the fucking fence." Yeah. And you, you know, I, and he did it respectfully to the characters that that he you know he respected the characters, but he still managed to do that big swing. Yeah. Um, and even though you hate anime so much. You were still pointing out there were so many anime-styled <laughs> moments, you know, with 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 Yondu turning like returning to help to help yeah. out his, his Look, student. I don't hate anime, all right. I respect anime, but I'd probably like it. I just probably don't like how it's presented, you know, like presented differently. How do you mean presented differently? I don't know. Not cartoon. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what it is because you're right. Every aspect of it. Like down to the punk rock in Japanese sung intros. Yes, I'm everything like you. Yes, everything <laughs> you should like it because yeah, it's one. But every single anime, they don't care about you know politics or culture. Or, yeah. or, or, or they they write their stories. This is my fucking story. Yeah, they um they are very all the stories have a very strong you know anti government lean to <laughs> yeah. lean to them. Yeah, and. Again, and they and they play actual rock music, but then they they tell amazing story moments that now Western cinemas like try and replicate, like you know the flashbacks, the memories, the the yeah. the, the, the 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 digging deep to, to you know that yeah. one final push. It's all based, like like again, and I and I hundred percent know James Gunn watches fucking anime. I've seen enough of you shitting out and know that like, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. fucking watch anime because yeah. you just like, so yeah. so you know that that moment was awesome, and I love and and I loved I fucking like and and I know some people like, I heard some weird people say like. Oh, why do they change Cosmo's like race? I'm like, 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 sorry, I'm gender. gender. I'm like, I don't fucking. It, like, it doesn't whole... matter. It's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> like, and honestly, like, it was awesome. Like that whole, that whole, that like again, it's a. It, whilst it's a telepathic dog, it's still a dog. So yeah. the fact that it was that you know he was she was so hung up from being called a bad dog. 
for the entire yeah. film was like fed, was just <laughs> yeah. fucking outstanding. Because like, yes, except that's what a totally, dog would do. We totally knew that. We it was know. We knew up. exactly. Knew it was coming. We knew it was. <laughs> we knew the good dog was coming. Um, but that was just you know. Oh, and the, the redemption of um of oh, what's his name? James Gunn's brother. Um, Craig, Craig, yeah, Craig, yeah, yeah, Craig, Craig, one, I think his name is. Um, that yeah, that was great. We, you know, he finally got to be able to, you know, because <laughs> when Adam Warlock at the start and the arrow, oh, he hits him, him with the in the face, yeah, <laughs> no, like, flick, flicks like, him, and he's just like, the hell was yeah, then he's who hit. did that? <laughs> who did that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then yep, yeah, you're right. Then he finally yeah. got, then he finally yeah. got the chance to shine. Yeah. Um. Uh, that yeah. But you know, yeah. To to your point, yeah. I, I, it was weird that people were, were were like so fixated about the dog, like, like oh, it's a male in like the, in, in the comics. Yeah. With it's like again, it's a fuck again. Well, if you tell me what the gender of a dog is, I will. I don't know because they. It's a fucking dog. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I know. I know dogs have genders, but if you look at a dog, you can't look at a dog and go, "That's a boy dog." And yeah. Um... Now. Not every, not everything is perfect. Um, I, I have my not perfect thing, and I'll get to that. But, but you know, what do you, what, what, what was something that you thought was a little bit of a not a letdown, but just something that just you know was like. I, I, I honestly can't think of one at the moment. Um, I have been meaning I want to see the movie again, and that's when I'd probably pick up on on, on yeah. a lot more. Uh, I know the the more I think about it is, um, uh, you weren't too crash hot on. Um, Gamora and Quill's. Oh yeah, the arc like, or ending. Oh, should, should I say? I will, I will like, launch there, into there that. Very, there was potential. Let me, let me launch into that very shortly. But let me, I'll let you finish first your thought yeah. before I. Well, then, like, I, can't, I kind of agree to an extent, you know. But then you know, I'm fifty fifty on it. Um, I, I just, I kind of do feel like Gamora make should have could have done a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Like I just, I. I she was very angry for a lot of the film. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I honestly can't think of anything I really, that really bugged me all that much at the moment. Um, um, to be continued. Continued. <laughs> okay. So my 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 biggest grudge, which you know, you know, you, you talked about, is how they ended the Peter Quill and. Um, uh, Peter Quill and uh, Gamora saga there, where they basically they're not together. Um, the main reason I, where I think that was a bit of a letdown, I know that James Gunn sometimes doesn't do happy endings, or sometimes he he te- he, he does yeah. happy endings, but also there's loss in these endings. But I don't like I when he goes to DC, I don't want him to to take that with him. I want him to understand that yeah. you know, like and. This is a spot, but this is a spot. If yeah. you're still listening here, you've obviously seen the film. Yeah. I thought, let me let me let me give you, let me give you an example of an, of an, of an anime doing something right because it's anime. <laughs> In Edge Runners, the the, the series, um, the main character gets too many cyber cybernetic implants to the point where he goes fucking he's he's going cyber psycho, yeah. and he goes completely fucking nuts, and like he's you know he like you know his friends need him, he can't battle back, then. The, his love interest catches him, and, and they hold each other romantically, and then she kisses him, and that was, and that one moment is enough to bring him back to sanity. It shouldn't happen. 
because you know once you go cyber like but you know what fuck it it's anime it's an awesome moment and then he was able to hold off and let them escape because you know, sacrificing himself i thought they had the perfect anime moment that they that would have also played back to the first film where peter's quill jumps out into space and starts freezing over what happened in the first film with gamora what 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 put them yeah. on the path of love is that she was dying he jumped out took off his mask put around to save exactly and 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 it was there it was right fucking there for them <laughs> yeah. for, for gamora to do the same fucking yeah. thing and then because of that i don't know because of some cosmic coincidence or the universe realigning that then the memories flood back of who she was and then there's that moment where they're, where they're holding each other again i was like going you show me that scene i'll see that film 10 times in the cinema to see it again but you don't have the again that and that was my again it is my one gripe of how they left that yeah. and if the moment was there why didn't they like again it was obvious maybe 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 james gunn overthought himself said so maybe it's too obvious like no no it was it would have been perfect they didn't do it but that's just, again these are small yeah nitpicks yeah to an impressive film uh the fact that um they've put up a thing saying like oh at the end saying you know star lord will return and they're going you wish he will i don't i don't yeah. think i don't i really? don't think you, like you don't reckon he'll be come back for that um what's that one they're doing the big crossover um that Hugh Jackman's going to be in um, Secret Wars. Apparently they're doing some big where it's going to be like multiverse something. I don't know. There's going to be Hugh Jackman. Um, uh, and all various different Avengers. You know? yeah. um, but the main, the, main, the, main, the main reason why that's an issue is obviously Jonathan Majors, the person who's playing Kang, had some off-the-field troubles. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're thinking about recasting him. Well, ev- everyone, ev- him. everyone's everyone's saying, how about the guy, the bat, the villain from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? And <laughs> I was just, and thank you, perfect. And I was actually going to say, wouldn't that be perfect if they say that the High Evolutionary was a Kang variant? Yeah, because they didn't say they didn't, you know. And then he could then just play Kang, and then just like, because. Damn, that guy's a fine actor, and I don't think he's in any off-field incidents or trouble right now. So I think it's probably—I think you're probably safe. Yeah. But I—I yeah. don't—I don't know if I'd want. I don't know if I would want. Um. I don't know if I'd want Peter Quill to return without James Gunn because I think James Gunn even mentioned no. he didn't like the fact that they made Peter Quill the reason why. Thanos yeah. woke up. He said he was. He said I wouldn't like that. That didn't seem right to me, or didn't. It didn't seem like. So I don't know if, and I don't know how you would do Peter Quill without. I, you without could do the it, Guardians. Without yeah. the Guardians, but even more so without James Gunn's guiding hand on the character. Like, yeah, could Chris Pratt do it himself and probably do a fine job? Yes, yeah. sure. Again, well, Chris look, Pratt. It, it could work as a cameo. You know, as like, a cameo, I'd I'd probably you know. I'd say that would work as a cameo, like because. But having said that, your current Avengers rosters is such fucking dog shit. Yeah, that, it like, really is. Like, yeah. if you're wanting to do a Luke Skywalker thing to, you know, someone to come and save them at the last minute, it's probably you're probably talking about Peter Quill in that moment. Yeah, like, and you look at you look at the current roster, like, if they're fighting Kang and they're like, oh, we're in trouble, like, you know, we can't do it. Like, who's going to like, you know, 
what's what's going to happen and if you hear then if you hear this you know the ah, and as a ship arrives and then the, the guardians all jump out you'd be like yes yeah well apparently they're all going to be in the superman movie oh no a hundred percent like again hundred like, percent they are all going to fucking dc like, no no like... well um no but like literally uh chris pratt put out a tweet that said i have an announcement and there was a picture of superman like a cartoon picture and he said the guardians cast are going to be in superman legacy So. Here's the here's the crazy thing. Do you think? Oh, no, I don't think that he would do that, would he? <laughs> do you think James Gunn would just cast Chris Pratt as Superman? No, because he said he wanted to do a younger. But okay. would, that that would be an insult to Henry Cavill because Chris Pratt is older than Henry Cavill. Yeah, but he might have just said that to not hurt Henry Cavill's feelings. No, look, James Gunn's smarter than that. He really, he really is. You know, you're right. Henry, it's... you're right. Chris, Chris Pratt is forty three, so he is older. You're right. Yeah. Like I could see here, like again, Chris Pratt. What should he be in DCEU? Again, we've discussed this before. Booster Bruce, Gold. Booster Gold. That, that's that. That role's too small for Chris Pratt. I think. Yeah. I think I think he would be perfect as Hal Jordan. Um, Green Lantern, and then obviously yeah. if you then bring in Jonathan um, Stewart and as like the the new Green Lantern, and then Hal Jordan as the senior, like the the, the mentor, the mentor type. I think that would work perfectly to to, to mm. mentor in uh, Jonathan Stewart. So I think that's a good idea. But I def, but yeah, definitely, it def. Look, it's 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 James Gunn. The people he likes are going to turn up in the film. Like yeah, like hundred like, yeah, like, percent. Okay, and and people say that's dumb. Is it going? Is it like? Is it as dumb as anything else that happens in Hollywood? No. So, yeah. No, look, and at the end of the day, I trust Gunn. Um, I just pray that he doesn't have a uh, Icarus moment somewhere down the line, you know? No, no. Flying too close to the sun. Flying and... too close to the sun. Yeah. No, I, I think look, the fact, and I'm very thankful for this, the fact that he's doing Superman as the first big movie of the, the rank is the right move. Yep. There are too many people that basically go, Superman's too hard. Let's just do Batman. And then Snyder was the same thing. Like, like clearly when he, Snyder did his Superman film, he goes, no, give me Batman. I want to do Batman. Because it was dark, it was gritty, and, you know, yeah. Nolan did dark and gritty Batman. Everyone can do dark and gritty Batman. And maybe Chris Pratt did Dark and Gritty Guardians because he was getting it out of his system because he knows that Superman. <laughs> so, cause, cause, yeah. But oh, so, that's true. It, it, yeah. it could have been he could have been practicing his DC tone, you know. <laughs> I'm not practicing. He's going. I'm not going to do this for my Superman films. I need to get my dark and grittiness like out yeah. of out of my system. So yeah. then when I make my Superman film, it's 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 a bright light to the galaxy. And yeah, so, that's true. I, I would, yeah. Yeah. He's doing it first, which means he's obviously got a plan for it. And look, great films. I think you know, benefit of the doubt. The fact, the fact that um, Batista doesn't want to do Bane is a little bit saddening to me. But again, that's again, those are, those are you know, and to, to a lot of the actors' points, they are very old now. They're sort of like they're sort of like now. Yeah, most of the actors are at the age where they can really just pick and choose the role they want. So like you know, the 
they can live happily off the money they have. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, committing to another superhero franchise, I can understand why they probably are less inclined to do so. Well, look, before we round this episode off, um, I got a quick article that you may find interesting. Sticking mm-hmm. with the theme, it uh, it's from Collider.com. It is uh, the MCU tri- trilogies ranked. Oh. So... Um, coming at a six is Thor, which I tend to agree with. Now, being being a trilogy, we're obviously ignoring the. No, uh, no, no, with Thor, are they ignoring? Yeah, Love they and... are. Well, because so in... that that's not a trilogy; that's a quad trilogy. No, but like that does leave a sour taste in the one's mouth. So yeah, yeah, it does. But like, because when you look at Thor, you go, okay, solid first film, solid third film. Yep, um, so, solid first film, solid yeah, first film, second film. They it was wanted okay. to go. It was okay, but they went this dark tone, which again, that was yeah. a big wrong for the character. So, yeah, third film, you know, who doesn't love the eighties? So, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next yeah. one, uh, Iron Man. Yep, yeah, again, um, solid first one. People said the second one was iffy because it's basic. Because look, the second one was basically an Avengers trailer. Like they're basically like trying yeah. to ram all the cameos in as they can. Yeah, I I liked. The second one, I, I still I, like it. Like, I, it's still I, one of my. It's still a great film. Like, yeah. Like, like Hammer is hilariously bad in that film. Yeah. And, like, it's just like a shit. Yeah. Like, just an absolute like dickhead. Like, I call like, it the, the ex-wife. <laughs> he's a little dance. He comes on stage. It's yeah. like you look at him going like, oh my god, I want to fucking punch you. I just want to <laughs> yeah. fuck it. Like you yeah. are just. And also gave us this. It gives that really awesome scene, of of, of um, Black Widow, where yeah. she's like taking all like how John Favreau's character is like fighting one dude. And like by the time he's finished, he turns around and like everyone's fucking gone. Everyone, everyone's, yeah. everyone's done. I was thinking, okay, that's a, that's a good introduction for a character. Yeah. Um, coming in at four is Avengers. Ooh. Which I'm guess again, I guess they're excluding I guess Endgame. They're excluding Endgame. Yeah. Because look, everyone loved the first one. First one was excellent. Age of Ultron was a again. I didn't like that. wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was still solid. And the expectations for Age of Ultron, you could were just un, like unbelievably high. Un, you, like you were gonna fail that one. And also because yeah. you're doing Age of Ultron and you're not yeah. you're doing it over a weekend, that's not gonna work. Like yeah. you got to like <laughs> yeah. you should have brought Ultron in, let him develop, and then in, in, in like in a in a future movie, then do Age of Ultron. Like, but yeah. you can't. Yeah, but again. But Adrian Ultron was the most realistic of the MCU villains. He turned on the internet and then looked at the internet and went, <laughs> "Humanity must die." Yeah. All right, like, like honestly, yeah, yeah. Like, no, nah, yeah. like a yeah. hundred percent, like again, yeah. most realistic villain of all the MCU. Yeah. And then, like, still to this day, Infinity War is one of my favorites. Infinity War is fantastic. Um, you right now, you're hundred. You are a hundred percent correct. Yeah, uh, coming in at number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd, I'd almost put them uh, at number one, uh, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't know about, <laughs> like, because that's, that's three solid films. Like, they're all Not solid. even solid, just, like, just like three Perfect. fucking, like, just gems. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay, okay. Number two is Captain America. Well, I mean... Let's be honest. He has the he, he has the strongest second film of all the trilogy. Oh my god, that second <laughs> film was just like 
that 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 changed everything. That's yeah. next level. Like and, that um, flip and that 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 boat that boat scene. You know. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, and like again, the elevator the elevator scene where he's basically yeah. like like he's like um. Before was, we get started, does anyone? Want to yeah, get oh yes. And that, and that 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 created so many wonderful memes of yeah. like uh, like you know, uh, of, of, of him saying opinion and all the guys attacking him like it's, it's, yeah. it's like it's so many cool yeah. memes of that yeah. and a lot and, of them like there's a lot of them are, they're jokes like they're dad jokes I know, <laughs> you know I know that, yeah that, that's, so, that's <laughs> like but having not. said that it really to me I know I don't like I don't honestly I don't like politics in my films yeah. But that was this was the perfect example of where it worked, where it's basically like going, do you really trust the government with this kind of power? Yeah. No. We and then obviously it turned out the government were the high were hydra, so you're going, well, they have, you know, so Captain America was absolutely fucking correct in his thoughts. And yeah. then that played into obviously then the the the, the the civil war where, you know, correct, where he goes, Why we're not signing over this stupid accords because, you know. Because you want to have government oversight of, like, yeah, no, but I, you know, I'm full team cap on this, a hundred percent. Before we, uh, before we dive in, or before we reveal the the best trilogy that they say is, I just want to hit you with some of these elevator memes. Oh yes, <laughs> you have to, you have to. So, so one of them's Captain America. Everyone knows the scene. Captain America's going. You know why they call it the Dark Ages? No. Because there were so many knights. Oh. <laughs> they all, all, all attack him. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, there's a blank one, so you can... You can make your own, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to sue the airline for losing my luggage. Did you win? I lost the case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Two more, two more. Diarrhea is uh, hereditary. How? It runs in your genes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I think they only get birth. <laughs> Here's one for Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the party. This is a BDSM party. I know. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. That, that, that's my fun. Um, now revealing, okay, they say they're at the best trilogy is Spider-Man. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, so basically good? the No Way, the No Way series, right? It's the No Way. So yeah, is it the No Way series? Is that what they're calling it? Like, what's the? Oh, oh, would be because the first one's, um, no, it's the Home. The Home series, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Not, it's um, Homecoming, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Homecoming. Ah, oh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Far From Home, and then Spider-Man: um, No Way Home. Yeah, which is random. Honestly. That's a fucking solid trilogy. It, yeah, when the more you think about it, it is. Like you could argue with Captain America that the first movie wasn't as strong as his later ones. Like, yeah, he went from a good first movie to this crazy second one, and then it's basically this crazy yeah. third one where it's like going, "Oh my god, everyone's basically going, Cap, you're yeah. the best." And then you know, but Spider-Man was solid in all three. Like, yeah, three, three phases and, and again, solid. Again, the villains were perfection. Oh, um, like every single one. Love, yeah, love Vulture. That that, that was a good use of um... because he was like like because Spider Man began with grounded kind yeah. of grounded villains. Like he wasn't them. this ultra death claws like kind yeah. of thing. He was just this dude with that yeah. had Chitauri technology and yeah, you know, built a, so that was cool. Yeah, um, Mysterio, obviously, like 
Yeah. Amazing. And then obviously, look, No Way Home, yes. Like that like that film just <laughs> All the villains. Um, all the villains. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's sad. I'm not sure I'm not sure if you call it sad. But sad. But I'm not but you know, is it is it happy, sad, sad, sad? I'm not sure it's sad. But basically the only reason why Tom Holland's Spider-Man isn't going to be the leaders of the Avengers is because he's owned by he's owned by Sony. Yeah, but if you're going to look at someone that should be the next Tony Stark, the next or maybe not, maybe not the next leader, but the lead, like the second leader, the the, the, yeah. the, the Tony Stark as you as you, to, to, to Captain America as you you know yeah like it should be Peter Parker. Yeah, he should be the the next leader of the the next leader of you know the next leader yeah. of the Avengers, and then then that's that's an Avengers you can get behind. And it's like yes, yeah. But because he's owned by Sony and they had a giant falling out and then like, yeah. you know, they went to war with each other and then, you know, uh, and then and I think that, like, did they actually, uh, did they actually come to agreement again? I can't remember if they actually came to agreement on, like, I can't remember. I remember, I remember the, the, like, it looked like it was all over and dead, but like. No, I think they're doing a fourth Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, But on, on, on this topic, just briefly, because another meme popped up before. Yep. And it's got you know there's ones where it goes like or heart you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. which would you prefer kind of thing. Well, they said basically two two fan fanfic posters. One is uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man Four. One Andrew Garfield's Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. Um, now the villain in the Tobey Maguire one is Vulture. Looks very much like it's modeled off the cartoon, so it's not the robotic yeah. wings. It's actual. That it's for some reason it's got Bruce Campbell as um as Mysterio, <laughs> um Black Cat obviously, but then in the Andrew Garfield it looks like a darker tone. It's got Tom Hardy Venom, Black Cat, and and finally MJ. Um, mm. so what would you rather see? A fourth Toby, or a third Andrew? Ah. Uh. I didn't like Andrew. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be completely, I'll, I'll be. Ladies and gentlemen, so I'd like to tell you that Chris is now going to be resigning from <laughs> for giving the incorrect answer. Again, look, was he a fine Spider-Man? Sure. I just, ah, I don't know. Like, of all the Spider-Man, Spider-Mans out there, Andrew's my least favorite. Now, now you understand anime. How I feel about anime. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and that's because it's the opposite. He's my favorite. He's hands down my favorite. He's the most comic book accurate. He looks like he's ripped from the pages. They even modeled the first PS4 Spider-Man game off him. They did, and then they changed it to Tom Holland. Wish they didn't. Again. They they they're very clear to why they did that because then they, when they tried to make the PS5 version they lost the model wink of the face <laughs> and they're very clear saying when they did the when they did the upgrade the face wouldn't work correctly so they had to do a new face and that's the totally legitimate reason why they changed it. Yes. Don't even uh, don't even don't even question Sony's Sony's no. thing on that. <laughs> no 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 yeah no. So so, so you want the Toby movie, the fourth Toby, old man Spidey. 
I would I wouldn't mind actually that because some of my favorite comics when I was growing up with Spider Man was when he was with Mary Jane and like he was just in a relationship like that they were like yeah I like those ones like I know that like Hollywood hates that because you know it's like they're in a relationship long term what do we do how do we how do we create drama it's like going, oh you've never been married haven't you you've never yeah. like you've obviously never been married like yeah. that's even like that's even harder uh and I, and some of yeah so some of my favorite ones were like you know when they were you know just together. And so yeah. I would like to see that kind of I would yeah or I would accept a third a third Andrew Garfield on one condition that Catherine McNamara plays Mary Jane. I I'd accept that. I think they they actually. No, they ha- they filmed. Um... They, they they filmed the scene with um Leah, Shayla Wood- Sh- Shayla Woodley. I mean, yeah, and, and, I, and she I've just. Seen... Well, I've doesn't... seen the set photos. She looks she looked pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah. Um... It, it, it was it was a, that's not MJ. Catherine McNamara dye her hair red. That's that like that's Stick, MJ. sticking to the tradition of of, yep. of um, Kirsten Dunst blonde dyes her hair red. Yep. and um, Gwen Stacy uh, Emma Stone. In um, yeah, redhead had to die hair. Redhead blonde. Had to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh wow. This is probably a one of our many big disagreements. Um. Yeah. I'm it's sorry. not really a disagreement because again, I, I, I again, I'm a man of compromise. So I am someone who's you know I'm someone who can you know come find a compromise a suitable compromise and I've made and I found my suitable compromise with your. With your Andrew Garfield, and I and, and I just mm-hmm. I it will it'll only be it'll it would only work as if they if it, it's a Mary Jane because I want the, I want him to still be dark and a little bit down yeah and then Mary Jane to bring him come into his life and lift him up now now Chris just just to just to pull you completely over to this side yep um. How would you feel about um, Felicia Day, the black cat played by Cat Graham? Oh, <laughs> look at look! Oh, if you could listen, oh, if you could see Chris's face. <laughs> I Cat Graham, Cat Graham is black cat. Yes, and she has to dye her hair that that silver color. Oh, that's gonna look even even. That's gonna look even better. All right, you know what, Jamie, I'm a man who can admit when he's wrong, and I absolutely see. Yes, because then you would have that tension. You've because, outlined... because she's she's totally got the hots for Spider Man. Yep. You know, correct. You'd have the triangle, Chris. You got the triangle exactly. <laughs> oh man, dude, you again. <sighs> Let Kudos, me, let, let me hear sir. you say it. Let me hear you say it. Let me hear you say it. <laughs> Jamie, you're correct. Yes. You are right. Now you have I know. pitched me <laughs> the perfect combination of Spidermans. <laughs> and I would enjoy that. That I think you have find, found the perfect formula that would make it an amazing Spider Man 3. They're never going to do that. But... No, they're not. They're really not. 
No, no. Andrew, like, not Andrew, Andrew, it's like, um, Tom Holland's too popular. Yeah. Well, he hasn't done much, has he, lately? What's he doing? Oh, well, I think, I think he said he's taking a break, a bit of a break. You know, I, I heard he was taking a break, but because he's got his millions and millions and millions uh, of dollars, um, you know, and he's not even thirty yet, or he or he just turned thirty or something like that. But no, he was born in nineteen ninety six. That makes him twenty sixty. I'll oh, get fucked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too young. Yeah, no, proper spot. Like he still looks like a teenager, you know. So that's that's what he's got going for him. Um, but yeah. Uh, what's that? He's um, yeah. Well, he says he yeah, yeah, he took a break for his mental health. Da 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 da. Um, and he stopped drinking. That's how apparently that's helped him recover. Mm. Okay. And um, uh, yeah, he probably he probably did the 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 bad thing you do when you're a celebrity and read the comments. <laughs> Ah, you know, he would be a yeah. He would be a comments reader. I I, I yeah. think you know. Tom Holland well, was absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I think he would. I think he 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 looks like a um, yeah. Um, a comment reader. A, a reader, <laughs> and. Do we know if he's still with Zendaya or not? Uh, I know that. that oh, that... I don't. I don't know. Probably. Um, if I'm not sure if that, been... like, was it was that was that ever confirmed or like because they were just seen together a lot? Yeah. Um. I don't know if they confirmed it. Or, that, that's why we probably haven't heard anything because it's never really been confirmed. But you kind of know it is. But it's when um. But when Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were dating, you know, that was like, uh, you, you knew it was happening. It was mm. vocal. Then they split up and that was vocal because you saw they were both at the Oscars, I think, when La La Land was on or whatever. Okay. And you on can May see how... 5th, they were seen together at a basketball game. Oh. So they attended a game together. What yeah. was their body language like? They they were like watching the game, like. No, but speak to, you know, you got to get gossipy here, Chris. Okay, so reading the body language, <laughs> Zendaya seems far more interested in this event than Tom Holland does. He's a football fan. This is basketball. This is probably more yeah. Zendaya's thing. Having said that, she's still while she's watching the game, she's still leaning into him, and he's All leaning right. into her. Okay, so. so the- if I was reading the body language, I'd say there's still like, and and even even when Tom's watching the game, he's leaning across, with like he's he's on a lean to her, like he's yeah. leaning towards her, like quite like significantly. So I so it so you know, if not in a relationship, very very good friends. It's a, it's a will they won't they, <laughs> or uh... we're together but we can't publicize it. Uh, well, listeners, if you, if you, or Tom Holland, if you're listening, and Zendaya, if you want to come on and confirm your relationship status, um, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Uh, or uh, send us a, a message on Instagram at stories underscore podcast. I know Tom Holland, you're not really on social media at the moment, but um, if, if, if you could get this message somehow to Tom Holland uh, via Chris Pratt or 
Um, I don't know. Who's he, who's he good friends with? Who's Tom Holland's a good friend? Robert Downey Jr.? Do you think they'd be hanging out? Yep. Yeah, uh, and the reason why we want to know is because you look like such a happy couple. Like, yeah. and we wish you all the best. <laughs> and, you know, Tom seems like a good guy. So does Zendaya. So, you know, if, if they found happiness with each other or the set of the Spider-Man, we wish them all the very best. Now, Jamie, as always, you have some, you have prepared an outro for us, have you not? Oh, I, it's not an outro, more, more of a final thought. Okay. Kind of curious things. Jamie's so, final thoughts, we'll call it. Yeah. Jamie, well, take us away with your final thoughts. Before we get to that, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, you can reach out to the uh, the true and at gmail.com, stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Send us a story, send us a comment. Um, uh, if you're an author and you want to come on for an interview, we've got another good interview that aired last week. We've got some new ones coming out soon. Just reach out to us. Um, we're friendly. We're um, always willing to share people's stories. Absolutely. But now for my final thought. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Turtles can never have sleepovers because they are always at home. Oh. And on that sad note, we bid you adieu. Thanks.